1: First, it was the Philippines and now Malaysia is the second Asian country calling out Canada and demanding that we take our garbage back. Philippines President Rodrigo Duterte has even threatened to declare war on Canada. Malaysia, meanwhile, is planning to return upwards of 3,000 tons of contaminated waste, which was apparently erroneously labeled as recyclable. Now, Environment Minister Catherine McKenna says she's looking into potential wrongdoing by the private company, and she blames the previous conservative government. She also says that our recycling industry is, quote, amazing something I would challenge. So what do you think? The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 866 740 740 And right now we are going to Vito Bonsanto, Plastics Program Manager at Environmental Defense. Hi, Vito. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank
2: you, Libby. Thanks for having me.
1: Okay. So what do we make of this mess? Is this a matter of a private company, uh, you know, fraudulently labeling some, uh, stuff that they sent to a developing country? Well,
2: <clears throat> there was most likely, um, uh, some wrongdoing. Uh, there, like, I, I don't doubt what the, what the Minister of the Environment is saying. But on the other hand, this shouldn't come as a surprise because Canada has been shipping its, uh, its waste to, uh, you know, overseas to developing countries uh, for quite a long time. And, uh, um, statistics from the minister, Ministry Ministry of, Envi- of the Environment say that about 36% of our, uh, plastics get uh, sent to a foreign country.
1: Okay. Uh, and how do we send them? Can you go over uh, the the process for it? Because uh, we all think we're doing a great job recycling. You practically need a PhD to figure out what you can recycle, and it changes from time to time. But um, what happens when the recycling companies take it, and what happens to it?
2: So what, what usually happens is that, uh, we separate and I think we do an amazing job. We do the best as we can as citizens. Uh, the problem is that we, there's way too much plastic and two different kinds of plastic. And as you said, you know, we should not be expected to be studying too much in order to separate the waste. You know, it, it should be plastic and they should, uh, they should take it back and, and figure out themselves. Uh, what happens after is that, There are those materials are sold to various companies that care for them. And, uh, you know, there's the Canadian recycling industry that is probably amazing, but uh, it uh, it just takes the materials that it can make the best use of it. And everything else most likely is, if it's not landfilled, it's just shipped to another country hoping that they will recycle it. And as we see, uh, you know, Canada used to send, and Canada, like many other developed countries, used to send its its plastic waste and a, a lot of other waste to to China. For uh, uh, but China doesn't want that waste anymore, and now probably these uh, these companies that were in the business of waste shipping are finding other markets and taking advantage of uh, weaker countries like Malaysia and uh, and dumping this waste to them.
1: Okay, but uh, I mean, I gather the story was this was sent to Malaysia to the Philippines, uh, and it was labeled as uh, material that that was recyclable and it was found to be contaminated.
2: Yeah, I mean uh, contamination can mean in a lot of things and in, in some in some cases, it can mean that there's like some traces of food, uh, and uh, you know we we're not always asked to uh clean up like our our plastic like hundred uh, percent and the contamination can also mean that it's a mix of materials that because of the various materials that there are within cannot be recycled uh, easily uh, so you know uh, what contamination means may may vary but uh, what is uh, uh, what is problematic here is that uh, clearly this was materials that Canada could not recycle, and was, you know, uh, because like uh, uh, to to overcome the the prohibition in Malaysia to import this kind of materials, they were mislabeled as uh, as recyclable.
1: So, who would you say is responsible here? Is it the government's responsibility? I I think this company is out of business now. I'm not sure.
2: Well, uh, possibly, like um, you know, I cannot. They, uh, uh, I cannot speak to the details of the case, uh, but I uh, think that the role of the government is to oversee on uh, the trade of any materials that is shipped out of Canada. Uh, Greenpeace did a fantastic report looking at the routes uh, that uh, our uh, waste takes after uh, the China ban when they stopped receiving plastic waste, and they noticed a, an incredible increase of trade with Malaysia. And the government, as it has this data, uh, could have asked itself, "How come we have like why there are so many containers going to Malaysia now uh, so suddenly?" And uh, and so there should have been an oversight from uh, uh, from our government, and that is its responsibility to avoid to export. To a poor, a poorer, and developing country, the problems that we cannot face.
1: Well. Uh, according to the government, and this, uh, we just heard this on Bob's News at noon. This just came out that the government since has, has not issued any permits to export this in three years. So how is it that it ended up in Malaysia? I know the, in the Philippines, they said it's been there six years, but uh, you're saying that this stuff is more recent in, in uh, Malaysia. How did it end up there?
2: Well, you know, like it. I I don't doubt that the the I I don't know the as I said I don't know the details of the case. What what is clear is that, you know, there is a, a a broken recycling system here in Canada that cannot take care of those materials, and that is the reason why there is a need to recycle. So I, you know, I can speak to to why um, that is happening, and and it, it is that you know we cannot take care of that waste and uh, it is probably cheaper for uh, the, the companies that have decided to send that waste to Malaysia uh, to send it there rather than to um, to sort it and to try to recycle
3: it here in Canada.
1: Okay, Vito, hang on. Let's take a call from Clay and Ajax. Hi, Clay.
3: Hi, how are you this morning? Fine, this afternoon. Oh, this afternoon. Sorry, Libby. Anyway, due diligence, accountability—I mean, that seems to be one of the big problems in everything that the government is doing. I mean, who is responsible for overseeing this material going to the Philippines and Malaysia? You know, like right off the bat, like what happens here? It doesn't seem like there's anybody's responsible for anything.
1: Uh, well, yeah, the government has the government. This government blamed the previous conservative. Government saying that it didn't uh, comply with international standards, and it's saying that it did not issue any permits for this. So, the question is if they didn't issue any permits, then how did it get there?
3: That's a big question. Like, I, I work for a company that uh, brought a lot of raw materials in from other countries, and, and, and like, you can, you can think this is funny, but it's not really funny. They bring the materials in on wooden skids. And you could actually, at one point in time, Libby, you could look at the skids and see them disappearing before your eyes from termites. And yet, our products going to the UK or any of the other foreign countries all have to be specially treated before we're allowed to ship it out of Canada. But stuff coming in is, is secondary. The, the, the manufacturers that are manufacturing this plastic. Why are we allowing them to bring that into our country if we're not allowed to recycle it? I can understand what the gentleman's saying about having contamination with food and that. But by the same token, that can't be the whole problem. The material, the plastic material that's coming in, we can't recycle. Why are we allowing the manufacturers to use that type of plastic?
1: Well, I I agree with you. Like, why do we have this black plastic and, and paper that you can't recycle? Why, why can't it just be in a, in a recyclable color? It doesn't make sense to me. And exactly. uh, Vito, I'd like to bring you in on this. We don't have, uh, you know, uh, standards across. Every municipality has a different standard for what they will accept and what they will not accept. And on the other end, the, the countries that take it keep changing what they will accept. How big a problem that, is that, Vito?
2: That is a big problem, but uh, but I, I must agree with uh, with your listener in the fact that uh, it's what we should expect from all levels of government is that they should stop um, allowing that all these materials that cannot be recycled get uh, in our supermarkets or or get out of restaurants because um, it is not our responsibility to, you know, uh, go to a supermarket and say, well, is that recyclable? Oh, we know that that, that is allowed to be sold and, and, and we as consumer, we just buy it. But what we need now is that, you know, like our government, uh, just stops all this amount of plastics that in Canada we cannot recycle because now it's becoming clear other company, uh, other countries don't want to be the dump site of Canada and of generally of the developed world. So we need to change the way um, our plastic
3: market works.
1: Okay, and um, Clay, thank you very much for your can, call. Can I
3: just can I just say something else? Sure, quickly. The, uh, the the companies that are picking up our regular garbage, our waste, our recyclables, and all that—that that goes back to a central spot where it's supposedly uh, the, you know taken apart and put aside. I work for a, a waste disposal company, and when they get busy, that's just all mixed together. It's loaded in the trailer. It's going down to Michigan. You know like I mean? Nobody seems to be following up on little things like that, Libby. It's just like what, what's going on is unbelievable. If you, if you would know, you'd pull your hair out.
1: Oh, uh, you know what, Clay? Thank you very much for sharing with us. Odd, oddly, that doesn't surprise me. Clay, thank you very much for your call
3: was a pleasure to talk with you, Libby.
1: Okay. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we I, I, I uh, tease my brain trying to figure out what's recyclable. And I know that probably a lot of what I try to separate is ending up in a landfill for various reasons. Uh, we're out of time on this. Vito Bonsanto, Plastics Program Manager at Environmental Defense, thanks so much for joining us.
0: Thanks for having me, Libby.